The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's that movie where the one with Bill Murray where he's like, he's in Japan? Oh, in ScarJo? Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. What, That's what, terrible. Was... That, it's a Sofia it's... Coppola. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> we're uh-huh. the worst. <laughs> <laughs> We, were, we talk about movies real good. <laughs> Welcome to Behind the Sins, presented by CinemaSins. Welcome to Behind the Sins, a weekly look at everything going on inside the world of CinemaSins. I'm Aaron Dicer, and this week I'm joined by fellow Baffle Gabbers, Jonathan Watkins. Hello, hello. And Ian Whittington. Hi. We write for CinemaSins and TV Sins and do various other things inside the CinemaSins universe as well. Hi, Ian. They can't be a killer entrance every week. Sometimes no, you right. need to lowball right. just a regular one. Yes. It's like the advent <laughs> calendar and bad Santa. It's like, can't all be mm-hmm. winners, kid. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> you got to have right. a crap one because you know tomorrow is going to be great. That's right. Listen, I feel like we need to start the show off with the beauty that is Mr. Blobby. Uh, I feel like this is way <laughs> too good to I just leave wanna. in the outtakes. I don't want to. I'm cutting this out. I don't want to. Everybody Google Mr. Blobby now. Yep, that's all I want to say. Yeah. We'll get we'll get right and into the show after this. We'll head right no. into this inside scoop, and it'll all happen just as it always does, but just Google for it. your own benefit, uh, before the outtakes happen, uh, Google Mr. Blobby, just so you know what uh, Ian's childhood was made of. Um, Blobby, so. Blobby, and now, and now what my nightmares will be made of. Right, right. Oh, just you wait until like the outtake transitions. It's all be... <laughs> that's right, that's right. Uh, uh, let's get into it, guys. We'll kick it off with this inside scoop. Blobby, blobby, blobby. Blobby, blobby, blobby. What's he building in there? I've got a secret. I've got a secret. Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. This is a true story. We're going to take a look at the videos from the week, the process of sending them, how we felt about the stuff we are sending as well. Uh, the commercial sin this week was the Tom Hiddleston Centrum commercial, uh, Centrum being the multivitamin uh, company. But this is uh, from, I believe, Japan, if I'm uh, if I'm correct. So, I, I definitely don't remember this at all. No, no, no. This was not this was not something that that aired here. Uh, this was something that aired there. What is that? What is that thing where you can? Like there's a service that some celebrities are on, and you can pay them like so much money oh, to like cameo. say happy birth cameo. Yeah. that's yeah. what this it's felt really like. Good. Like like you hire Tom Hiddleston for a cameo. <laughs> to International talk. ads are the original cameo. Like I mean, yeah. it is yeah. crazy. Some of the huge stars that were paid tons of money just to go to do a weird ad uh, for an international company. Yeah, that's what. Uh, what's that movie where the one with Bill Murray where he's like he's in Japan? Oh, in ScarJo. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. What, that's what, terrible. That and it's a Sofia it's, Coppola. Uh huh. Uh-huh, <laughs> we're uh-huh. the worst. <laughs> <laughs> we were. We were. We talk about movies real good. Uh, what is the? What is that one movie? Holy crap! I, and I, I've only seen it like once, but I mean that's ridiculous. That like. Amazing. Oh my god! Yeah. Lost in translation. Lost, Lost in, in translation. translation. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. It's like we forgot it's like we forgot Jurassic Park or something. It's crazy. 
that one with the dinosaurs. <laughs> You know. And the girl from, and then you'll name like a weirder movie. But you know the girl from Rambling Rose, you know, and <laughs> like the guy from Omen Three. Like you know the the guy that directed Duel. Like come on, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the guy that directed Sugarland yeah. Express. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, your brain just refuses to remember things. Sometimes it's the worst. Yeah. It's absolutely the worst. Uh, well, let's talk about this commercial. I wrote this uh, commercial sin script. I think mainly what I would talk about uh, the first time I watched through this was how thirsty this ad is. Like, it's just like the first time watching it, like uh, he is so just like, I don't know, purposefully seductive in this thing. And it's just like, I don't know, that that really kind of blew me away. Um, And then the other thing I had to mention uh, was just such a weird ad for multivitamins and there's just there's nothing really about multivitamins in it and um yeah this is this is just really strange and those those fantasy breaking hands at the end that are obviously coming up from somebody who's like kneeling in front of the camera and like the angle on them is all weird (laughs) and wrong and it's just like wild it's wild stuff wild stuff guys what did what did you think ian i'll let you go first what did you think about this you can but i'll be talking about the mentos advert again Um, (laughs) (laughs) as is a recurring theme not entirely my fault but i watched the wrong commercial so it sounds wild wait you really watched the wrong one no genuinely i missed the second email Honestly, like that, I, I read that we second email. We talked about this half an hour ago. How have you not, not like, why didn't we just like stop and just let well, you no, watch? When I'm in showbrain, I'm in showbrain. That would have been the time to bring this up, Ian. Yeah, it's like Ian's like. <laughs> we had such a great flow and I didn't want to disturb it and then miss out. And we could have missed Mr. Blobby if I'd have right, stopped listen, commercial to watch Hiddleston be handsy. The, yeah. we, they're they're short. We're watching it right now. We can okay, do it. Like you fine. can you, you can load bring it up. up for me. I don't want to do any legwork. All right. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I think I can do that. I think it's I can like do that. Let's, never let's left. <laughs> if there was one person to switch Danae out with, you you picked well. Amazing. All right. No, I'm gonna I wasn't search. kidding. <laughs> I cannot believe this. I love the. He was obviously well. kidding, we right? By the way, I did that. I watched the wrong I one. I did. I did, and you moved past no, it. I was like, I guess we just make it part of the show. I thought no, we for sure you were joking because. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. I missed that entirely. It's no. wild. All right, I was like, so. I totally don't mind. <laughs> it's it's amazing. <laughs> Ian has now played a right. fast forward in time sound, and uh, we go to live to Ian for immediate thoughts on uh, the Tom Hiddleston Centrum ad. He's like, I did not know yeah. I had a crush on Tom Hiddleston until I watched it. <laughs> no, I knew that. I 100% knew that. And this may have lessened that crush somehow. <laughs> um, you're right. It's like a cameo vid. It's it's so he filmed this in his own kitchen and doesn't know mm-hmm. what he's advertising. Like that was just a blank bottle, and they mm-hmm. superimposed Centrum on it afterwards. <laughs> right? Yeah, um, yeah. That breakfast is bullshit. Like that's just peppers and one egg. I, uh-huh. I don't understand what kind of a breakfast that is. It looks like is. a salad to me. It's was a that salad. Not a salad. It's a salad yeah. with an egg on top of it. Yeah. It's a nope. breakfast salad. I love I love that you ate a thesaurus for that one scene. That <laughs> yeah. was amazing. Did yeah. I miss? Did um, you you wrote this one right, Aaron? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This was me. 
Mm. Yeah, that, that becomes apparent. Um, <laughs> there were complicated words in it. Um, yeah, that's a wild advert. That's yeah. really strange. It is. Uh, yeah. Jonathan, what about you? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, the it, I thought it was really funny. Um, and it's just a weird weird commercial and i was trying and i didn't i didn't look into it so i didn't know it was only in japan or whatever because i was like i know i haven't seen this like what Mm -hmm. is this because when i saw tom hiddleston at first i assumed it was one of those loki commercials like where he's you know what I'm talking about? Like they did those. Oh, maybe you don't know what I'm talking about, Eric, because you don't watch commercials. But they did like yeah. when Loki was on, they did like some car commercial or something with him. And he was. Oh, interesting. So I assumed that's what this was. And when I was like, well, that's not what this is. This is uh, this is very like Aaron said, it's very thirsty and kind of uh, feels naughty. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It feels weirdly. It really yeah. is. Weirdly yeah. naughty. Um, that's just our American hangups probably. Uh, but I love the Tom, I love the talking heads thing. This is not my beautiful nightgown. These are not my beautiful feet is the way Chris (laughs) delivered that. And then obviously finishing early. (laughs) (laughs) I was really pleased with, uh, Chris's delivery on, I requested loops of fruits. Uh, and there were, there were several people in the comments that, uh, that just shouted that out. I also love that we spelled fruit appropriate appropriately in that because that is one of those um, Mandela effect things that people think yeah. Fruit Loops are spelled like actual fruit, but they're not. Yeah. They're F R O O T, which uh, kind of blew my mind the the first time I realized that. It's just like the Berenstein Bears all over again. Uh, well, that's like Rice Krispies is spelled with a K mm-hmm. and saying yeah. male and male differently. <laughs> yes, that mm-hmm. as well. As well. Wait, what? All right, let's move into TV Sins for the week. Uh, back to Invincible for Neil Armstrong. Eat your heart out. This is the episode uh, where they went to space. Um, Cardoso Watkins script on this one. Jonathan and Daniel writing on it. Uh, so, yeah, Jonathan, kick us off with some of your thoughts of uh, the show and in this episode. I mean, I, I, uh, I think I've talked enough about. I could probably talked enough about the show. I mean, I like the show a lot. This, mm-hmm. I, this is if people haven't listened to us talk about the the other Invincibles, this is one of my all time favorite comics. Uh, I've read the entire run, and uh, uh, it's it's really great. Uh, and I think this they do a really good job of adapting it all. This episode, though, the one thing about this episode, and I'm glad Daniel wrote something about. I mean, I, I think maybe I did too, but Daniel's was better. But uh, it opens with that mummy thing, and then never goes back to it <laughs> it's just like <laughs> i don't so care weird. about this martian crap but uh like let's find out about the mummy but uh anyways uh you know you got to be patient sometimes yeah uh but yeah no it was it was a really fun one to to uh, work on i really enjoy sending this show because i and i think it's because i enjoy watching it you know so i uh dan i will mention a couple things daniel said that i really enjoyed i liked him calling that one character bryant mumble uh, mm-hmm. I thought that was great. And then just Mark's stupidity with that sandwich, uh, just being like surprised that, oh, that Ziplocs don't work in space. That's crazy. Yeah. I thought that yeah. was really funny. It's frozen. So. What? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? How does space work? Uh, Ian, what about you? What are some of your thoughts? Um, yeah, I don't know if we've talked about Invincible since I've been on the show, but I really, really like it um, or liked it. I'm glad it's getting another season. Yeah, this episode was weird, and it it kind of shifted from being all about violence and showing as much gore as possible to how can we creep you out as much as possible? Like, the relationship, in quotation marks, drama between mm-hmm. the, the, I can't remember anyone's names, but the guy and the girl that turns into a monster and de-ages. What a questionable oh, yeah. story turn and direction mm-hmm. to take that in. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really, really weird. But yeah, love the sinning. 
the one with the demonic circle really confused me because the the noise of the demon growling came in so subtly. I looked over my shoulder. It's the sin. It's the yeah. sin. Is there a demon in here? I'll deal with that later. I absolutely loved when Omni Man is talking to his wife. He's like, I love that about you. Don't you give me that shit marriage that just sounded like the voice of somebody who knows i i don't know if that was you jonathan no it was daniel it really was in fact i read that and i was like thinking because like i'm married and i was like uh and i was like no that's fair so <laughs> daniel wrote the yeah. demon stuff too that might be one of those where people assumed it was me but no that was definitely daniel he, oh, he demon came up with all hilarious. the demon stuff which was really funny oh it's so good um the animated extra that man i hadn't noticed this but the extra that's staring right into the oh, camera. Oh, so funny. Mm-hmm. It's like someone that, animated. Like, that stuff doesn't happen accidentally. Like, no. he's been drawn <laughs> to stare at the camera. And it's like, dead eyes. And so many people in the comments were like, yeah, I now can't and don't want to see that ever again. Mm-hmm. It's so creepy. Yeah. Um, and I'm not going to research drag coefficients, but I'm guessing those rectangular cuboids have a lot of drags and coefficients. <laughs> It's one of those sins where I would have been, yeah, I'm going to have to research this and I'll see what the ideal shape is. And it wouldn't have been as funny as just taking the mick out of coefficients mm-hmm. and drags yeah. and just holding on to the ignorance and saying, I'm not going to do the research. I just right. know that's wrong. Yeah. Which the chat was very uh, kind to point out uh, actually probably isn't wrong um, mm-hmm. because of the lack of or the vacuum of space or whatever. But but you still need to get there. <laughs> you have mm-hmm. to, most of the fuel is used getting to space in the squishy bit that is our atmosphere. Yep. 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 I hear it's you. almost I like that scene nitpicking the nitpickers of the nitpickers it, it, later yeah, on. Yeah, almost should be. Uh, I loved this. The sitting of the skip button was so fun. And I always, <laughs> I always, I, you know, there's always going to be at least one in the comments who's like, how can you guys send the skip button and also send the intros at the same time? And welcome to the channel. Have a beautiful day. We love you. Uh, You must be new here. (laughs) This is what we do, and it is the point of what we do is that you can send it both ways. Um, I I love specifically about that the the use of Elmer's glue and climbing chalk uh, as the (laughs) example of what happens when you eat Cheetos uh, for too long. I thought that was great. The pointing out of how Mark's legs were angled wrong Mm -hmm. in that one scene was brilliant because they are he is how is yeah. he walking straight he shouldn't be um he's yeah, doing like really a pot of ray in order to stay on track like he's yeah double stepping somehow it's, it's wild it is wild uh and then i had to mention the alone their group mind is scattered and weak but with an appropriate host they become unified and, and unstoppable uh was the line in the show and then the sin is just snyder bros um had to mention <laughs> that as well that was too mean was that you jonathan <laughs> I don't remember. I remember Daniel and I discussed it because I was thinking that too, but I don't remember if I actually wrote it. I, I honestly can't remember. It's kind of That's a compliment. Amazing. Unstoppable, yeah. man. Like, yeah, it's, you know, I yeah, guess. It's, yeah. it's just, there's no, there's no shade there. Mm-hmm. And I, it might even <clears throat> have been something else. And then we changed it to that. I can't remember now. It's, yeah. you know, it's been yeah. a few weeks. It has. It has been. Uh, so that's Invincible. Let's move on to Arcane. Uh, we decided to send the first episode of the Netflix show. Uh, lots of buzz uh, among uh, animation fans. Uh, Welcome mm-hmm. to the Playground was the name of the first episode. So it's a Dicer Hughes script. Danae and I writing on this one. Uh, so I guess I get to, to, to uh, kick this one off. 
I think as far as this show goes, I think I respect it quite a bit. It's really trying to do something big. It's not trying to be the typical video game adaptation. Uh, we're going to take characters from the game and, you know, do fun action scenes based on how the game is played. By the way, this is based on League of Legends, uh, in case that was a piece of information you didn't know. Um it really says, okay, we're going to take characters from the game, but just a couple of them and really go full on world building backstory that has other than, you know, Easter egg references, nothing to really do with the gameplay of, you know, League of Legends. Um, and in fact, there was that, that sin in there that I, I loved writing because by the way, my children all love playing League. And so I've kind of gotten into League a little bit over the years. I've watched the the national championships and the world championships and those kind of things. Oh, nice. Um, it's it's really fun. It's a fun spectator uh, video game mm. sport uh, to watch, especially if you kind of know uh, some of the basics. But I did write that scene about uh, can't wait for the writers to incorporate a a one three one shove with a scalar ADC in mid while the show is waiting for <laughs> Baron to spawn. Just as a shout out to other league fans, you know that that is like nope, this show isn't about that. It has no interest in in being actually about the game. It has mm-hmm. interested in doing a backstory kind of stuff. Um, so, so yeah, I, I kind of really respect it. I am, however, not really interested in watching the whole, the whole series. I just, there's something about it that just didn't quite pull me in, in a way where I was like, oh, I have to find out what happens here. Um, I did enough research, uh, on what happens later on to, uh, to use it in the sins video. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I've, I've heard great things, but I'm just, I'm not motivated, uh, to, uh, to watch it. So the only other thing I wanted to mention was the indestructible children. I don't under, I, I mean, they, they are actual children. Like, I don't understand how they're <laughs> jumping 40 feet across roofs and, uh, or roofs. And I just, I, you know, surviving these falls. Um, mm-hmm. but maybe, maybe in this world, uh, humans are a little more, uh, Aaron, like superheroes. So they're yeah. animated. What? <laughs> <laughs> They can do whatever the animator tells them to do. It's true, including like look directly the in the camera. Yes. <laughs> uh, Jonathan, what about you? What do you think about Arcane? Uh, I watched the episode because I was the, I guess, the third person in the shadow mm-hmm. involved on this, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, obviously, there's got to be something there because so many people genuinely love it. Uh, I've seen so much talked about it, but yeah, I'm like you. Nothing in it really grabbed me. I don't know anything about the video game. I'm not a gamer, and uh, I don't know if that has to do with it. Uh, I'll be honest, the animation was not really my cup of tea, but, um, you know, it's interesting because I feel it felt very much like video game animation, which I think is probably maybe that's why they did it that way. But I just I'm not used to since I'm not a gamer, I'm not really used to that style and watching that. So I don't know, maybe that's part of it. So that's probably more of a me thing. But uh, yeah, I mean, people love it. So I'm glad we got to mess around with it. It was fun. Mm Um, as far as sins, uh, I just like saying a question is about asinine and answerine. Answerine. <laughs> nice. yes. Answerine. Yes. It's crazy. Uh, those words mean such similar things, but people usually go with asinine, but answerine's right there as well. <laughs> um, how will anyone retrieve this when swimming clearly hasn't been invented yet when they <laughs> drop the thing in the water? And I was just glad you guys followed up that 20 cent threat, uh, with the, with the sandwiches. Uh, that was, yeah. that was, that was yeah. good to hear. But what, what about, about the sandwiches? Yeah. Uh, the friend's outtake was great, too, by the way. Whoever nice. put that in. <laughs> I remember that being Danae because she, oh man, she's she said, 
oh, do you remember this moment with a sandwich? And I was like, yeah, Ross's sandwich. And she went, what? And she was like, yeah, no, no. And then says about what? And then I named it. And she was like, how do you remember this shit? This is why I'm bad at my job. I'm like, no, I just have a stupid memory for dumb scenes from friends. It does nothing for me day to day. Yeah. Uh, Ian, what about you? Thoughts on Arcane? Yeah, I never got into League of Legends. Um, I actually love the animation of this show. So all I've seen is this is the Sins video, but I'm kind of ishly tempted to watch it. I'll probably watch episode one and give it a bash. But yeah, I think it looks it looks really, really interesting. My biggest question was, and you've answered it, was who researched all of the references, who plays LOL? Because I don't. <laughs> and I was like, it can't be Aaron. And I think I'd know if Danae, like, she's uh-huh. into her video games. I think it would have come up at some point. So, yeah, the the references, I didn't understand them, but I knew they were actual references and uh-huh. that somebody had yeah. really done their homework. So yeah. if that had been... I'm less impressed now that you you have some interest in it and that your kids play it. Like, if that had just been doing the background knowledge to make these references and suddenly you became an overnight um, League of Legends expert, um, I would have been impressed. <laughs> so you can hold on to my You can be a little admiration. bit. I did a lot of research. A lot of, like, <laughs> okay. the, like, the, like a lot of the Easter eggs, especially, I didn't yeah. know. I had mm-hmm. to research, I researched those, like the, the cupcakes that were left out mm-hmm. on the, that is a direct reference to a character called Caitlin that comes up in the, the show later um so yeah like yeah so i did a lot of research because this is this is one of those things where i just i'd like to be right if we can be we don't have to be we can certainly get stuff wrong but when you have those little extra bits of knowledge you can you know kind of wink at the people who know uh, a little Mm -hmm. bit better so yeah i i I did quite a bit of research on the the easter eggs and stuff yeah it's always fun it's a it's it's nice to it's almost us doing fan service as well. Like it's mm-hmm. nice to, yeah. to do that for ones that will know, definitely. Yeah. Um, in terms of the sins, thinking you can make good content based on a video game. Lol. That was the <laughs> biggest <laughs> wink wink nudge nudge thing I've seen in a long time. Yeah, that's fun. Um and just the the outtake that had um Bloodsport and his daughter arguing backwards <laughs> and forwards over yeah. the the smart um the TV watch was beautiful. <laughs> yeah. So good. Uh, as soon as there was a, a father-daughter argument, that's just that's mm-hmm. going to be the first thing in my mind. Anytime a father and a daughter argue yeah. in, a, in a TV show or a movie now is is uh, the Suicide Squad. Slap it in. Scene. Uh, there you go. That is Arcane. Let's move into Cinema Sins. Uh, we'll start it off with Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Uh, this was a Dicer Scott script. Uh, Jeremy and myself writing on this one. Um I will I will start and just say I really like this movie a lot. I think this movie is mm-hmm. really good. I think Marvel did some really smart things with it. Uh, yes, of course, the third act in Marvel is it is very much a formula, but it's a formula that comes from a place that that you know works for them, and they've seen it work time and time again. I'd love to see them freshen it up a little bit, uh, and occasionally they do. Doctor Strange has a really good third act that's different uh, from, you know, a lot of the other Marvel stuff, but this is, you know, there's a lot of the same versus same CGI battle kind of stuff that goes on in, in most Marvel properties here, but other than that, the respect for the culture, some of the the best action that Marvel's ever done, mm, in my opinion, easily. is in this movie. Yeah, um, It's really, really good. Uh, so I, I had a really good time with this movie. Also had a really good time sending it. The semantic argument uh, over the idea of changing the course of history versus setting oh, the course of history. 
is is just like that is the stuff that gets me going like i just i love the idea to really nitpick language in a way like is it really changing the course of history only if there's time travel involved if there's not time travel involved it's setting the course of history um you have to know that this isn't the way things were always going to go in order mm -hmm. to change them yeah or everything that everybody does is changing the course of history. That's the other option, right? Uh-huh. The, Absolutely. It, yeah. So, yeah. But it's also, it's like the other option is even better. Like setting <laughs> the course. Right. You're absolutely right. <laughs> setting the course is badass. That's awesome. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, and then um, just the, the other thing that really bothered me, I mean, it didn't really bother me, but that was easy to sin was just how the rings are used in this movie is so dependent on what the movie wants to do. Like, if it wants mm-hmm. it to be drawn out, the rings will be used a certain way. If it wants to show something cool, the rings will be used in a different way. As opposed to when you really have something like this, you probably have this OP move that you would go to first almost every time. But... um it's fun to see all the creative uses for it, but it doesn't make sense logically for somebody who you know has them uh, in many ways. Mm. At least that's that's kind of how I took it. So, but man, it was it was fun, fun, fun to sin. Uh, Ian, why don't you go next? What are some of your thoughts? I need to rewatch this because I came out of the cinema being really underwhelmed. Other than loving every second of anything that Michelle Yeoh does, because she is <laughs> yeah, just yeah. the flipping best. Uh, Aquafina just annoyed the biscuits out of me you know just, i have i have other friends who get really annoyed by her and i don't get it i is it i is love it, her man yeah I do it's, too. The, it's the self-awareness it is she is the audience member that's in the film sure and i think that was that's kind of preloaded because it's something that she does a lot now in swan's swan song she's not doing that she's still mm-hmm. sarcastic and dry and kind of what we know her for but um, for some reason it worked in this it just it grated on me just like mm-hmm. nails on a chalkboard but that, that's so subjective. That's not necessarily something sure, to judge the sure. film badly for. But the action was fantastic. The ending, basically everything from Trevor onwards, I checked out. I was like, I could have liked this until we got to there and it became an essay in defense of Iron Man 3. <laughs> yeah. And some of the some of the final battle is like gorgeous. So, 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 so pretty. Like you could make portraits out of it. But yeah, I need to rewatch it because I think now that I've put some of those things to bed, I think I'd enjoy it a lot more. But the Sins video echoed exactly what I was thinking, just from Trevor onwards. I was like, you you just, you had to, you couldn't have just let that bad decision lay in the I past. I disagree with you, though. They had to address Iron Man 3. They, ha- they had but no they choice. Have. If you're going to make the Mandarin a villain, you're going to have to address what happened. But they did in that short thing, didn't they? Like, just leave it there. But Ben Kingsley was hilarious. Yeah, I loved Kingsley in this. Yeah, I really yeah, did. No, I'm sorry. No, the Trevor stuff in this was hilarious. Like, I did, <laughs> that was that was one of the things I actually liked about this movie because most of the time they try to do comedy. I don't think it works at mm. all. I thought it was dead on in this one. I was laughing a ton. That stuff about Planet of the Apes was was great. Uh, that that slayed me. That whole and Planet the of the creature, Apes conversation. The, what's the creature's name? The, uh, oh, Morris. the faceless fluff Morris. thing? Oh, yeah. love Morris, man. Yeah. Oh, that was someone perfect. sits on it. Um, <laughs> it's an ottoman. It is an ottoman. It's an ottoman with wings. It's, it was gizmo. Yeah. I mean, it was like, it was mm. perfect. It was like a perfect gizmo. It was awesome. Yeah. It's where its eyes. Um, anyway, the abomination scene was perfect. It was so trolly. Mm-hmm. It was like, I have no idea 
why they think these Easter eggs are necessary. I can't even like remember what it's called. I just know it's an abomination. Uh huh. Yeah. Beautiful. So so good. And I genuinely don't know why. That was the definition of, hey, what can we slip in here? Yeah. And are you going to use it later on? And also the scale seemed... I'm not going to be that guy, but I am going to be that guy. Abomination looked friggin' huge in The Incredible Hulk, and it looked diddy in in this. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Something was something was wrong there. But I nearly died laughing with when they're on the bus. Um, it says, oh, my God, he almost sliced his junk. And then they both pause as if to say, oh, my God, I just clipped your penis, bro. <laughs> it's just so good. Just the way Jeremy delivered that. It's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I nearly clipped your penis. Uh, it's ironic that the sin is, yeah, this isn't funny. And yet I laughed so much. <laughs> oh, it's well, it's, the, sin is, the sin isn't as much it isn't funny. The sin is it happens all the time in movies yeah. where it's like a blade pops through, you know, and it's like, oh, that was almost my crotch. Oh, Isn't this great? Went between yeah, my legs. Yeah. And we're yeah. both going to pause to acknowledge it so that the audience can acknowledge right, it. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Um, and of course, naturally, the, I think, 15 or 16 different words for the Ten Rings was beautiful and just the different variations. And you still know what jeremy is talking about yeah so that good. was that was fun too because it was one it 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 was addressed i think in slack i think i yeah, think jeremy was like that in slack yeah I, jeremy <laughs> was like hey i'm doing this thing and uh and i was like then i'll do it too and then you guys threw in some ideas and yeah 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 <laughs> so definitely. Much fun. that was a lot of fun glad people liked it uh jonathan what about you yeah, I like this. This was my easily my favorite MCU movie of 2021. But um, I I'm with you though, Aaron. I I I do think the it gets a little. Too, I mean, it, it gets predictable, uh, like most mm-hmm. of these most of these movies do towards the end. So that does take it down at least a notch. We did a we did a mini pod on it when it came out, and I remember I said at the time I was like I haven't completely decided. I was like, but right now I'm debating whether or not this is my favorite Marvel MCU movie. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not like I ended up. I think I moved it down to like I think it was like third or fourth, but it's still up there in that top five discussion for me. I think it's the best action. That's that the bus scene just blew my mind and it was mm-hmm. so cool watching that my daughter came to the, the movies and watched that one with me which she normally doesn't go see the marvel stuff with me but she came to this one and i mean just watching her get so overjoyed watching that scene made it even better because mm-hmm. i mean she was mm-hmm. just like what is going on that's cool yeah um that was uh yeah that was a lot of fun and i do think the cg in this is way better than it normally is and I don't know mm-hmm. if that's just because of the fantastical elements of the land that they're in and stuff like that. I don't know if they just all were able to mesh all that together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw somebody in the chat mention they're, the making of it's on D, uh, Disney Plus, and I might check that out because I am kind of curious about it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I enjoyed it. It gets a little predictable at the end, but I enjoyed it. I do love Iron Man 3, so I had no issue with those references, but I understand if you don't like it. I did see many people say they liked Iron Man 3 more after they saw this, which I thought was cool. Uh, so maybe one of these days. I mean, that's uh, that's he, the idea behind retconning, yeah. right? Like that's that is yeah. the well, that's the valuable. goal. That's, that's the like goal. a lot of people. Yeah. I remember when Creed, which I already loved Rocky Four, but I remember when Creed Two came out, a lot of people said that, like, "Oh, this actually makes Rocky Four a better movie." And I'm like, mm-hmm. "Hell yeah, it does." That is fascinating. That, that yeah. that's uh, a thing that can actually happen. It does. You're I mean, watching I mean, the same thing, but extra context really helps. I guess well, and I think I think people were happy that they actually brought the Mandarin into it. I I, I think that's probably you know the people that were irritated and Tony and we haven't even mentioned Tony Long, man. Tony Long is I, I think I'm pronouncing that right. I don't know. I might not be, but uh, he's uh, he's amazing. Yeah. Um, and uh, I really liked him. Uh, 
but uh, yeah, no, I liked it. Uh, it's a good movie. It was a really fun video. Uh, you guys seem to be having a lot of fun with it. Um, why would gods use martial art was really funny <laughs> to me. Yeah. Which I wish, I mean, I, I wish like, I almost wish when I heard that, though, I was like, oh man, we should have had Jeremy do like a Kirk, like from Star Trek five. Like, why oh, would God goodness. need a starship? I think only five uh, people would get that reference, but it would be I worth think, well, it. Well, I don't know, man. I think more than five people would I mean, get it. If you it, changed but, it, if you, no, if you kept yeah. it as God needed a spaceship, then yeah. But if you yeah, changed it Yeah, that's true. That's true. It may have been missed, yeah, but yeah, that's true. Yeah. But it was, well, you it could was do, awesome. What, you know, why would God need, why would a God need martial arts and a spaceship? Like you could add like a, yes. this, yeah. like as a, a afterthought um, or something. Yeah. And I'm sorry, did Jeremy write on this one with you? Is yes. that right? Yep. Yeah. Okay, so he definitely, 100%, I believe, he wrote. Now, see, if that were David Dunn, that probably would have killed him. <laughs> I didn't get that reference. Is that an American well, thing? Well, it's, it's a glass slash unbreakable, mostly yeah. glass, because the ending of glass really pisses oh, Jeremy off. Oh, for crying out loud. I yeah. forgot the character's name. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no yeah, you're you right. Yeah. You, oh, that's uh, so dumb. And then replacing <laughs> Skip with Blip. I loved it. Yeah, that's an interesting thing because that's an Ian. Th like Ian had that idea I in was the so happy. on the TV side, and I can't remember if we've released one with that on the TV side yet. No, because yet. we haven't. So, so no. it appears in Cinema Sins in first. In yeah, yeah, because I there was I literally I dreamt a sin into existence, yeah. and I I messaged Aaron and Janae about it, and I just said I can't believe that for all of the Marvel shows post blip we haven't switched out skip with blip because mm -hmm. it, it's right there and it does exactly the same thing and so that's what we've done ever since dreamy and came up with that and yeah. then it came up in shang chi and i'm like <laughs> god damn it it's not awesome. even in my script yet i know i know i know i did i did I like i'm glad we're getting to talk about it here because it was one of those things like i have to do that here they're literally talking 100%. about the blip like yeah, and it's a perfect place for it. So I'm glad it's it going to be there, great too. Yeah, because by the time we talk about that TV sense video, we'll have forgotten we had this conversation. It'll be <laughs> yes. like brand new. It was so cool we used blip, and then we'll talk about the we'll talk about the origin of it again. It'll be it'll be awesome. yeah, amazing. amazing. And then I'll ask Ian is how the UK and England are different, like how it's separated. <laughs> <laughs> yep, which I still got wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I told my wife, right. that. I was like, he keeps getting it wrong. She's like, doesn't he live there? I'm like, yeah, but it's like, but if you were to ask me about some specific right. American geography, I might mess that up. Like, yeah. there's, a, there's, yeah. a, there's an 85% chance I'm going to mess that up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The only other thing I would mention is the, uh, was that a Jesus callback? Uh, and then labeling it <laughs> yes. an Easter egg, uh, which is just too <laughs> easy. Too easy. Uh, all right. Let's move into the Princess Diaries. This was a Hughes Whittington script. Ian and Danae Ooh. writing on this one. Ooh, Ian, kick us yeah. off. Some thoughts right. on the, the feminist icon that is the, it uh, felt the, like the Ian Princess and Danae Diaries. wrote this. Like, I, <laughs> doesn't it? It was just like, yeah, that's what's going on. When we sent, so um, Jeremy was the reviewer on this one, and we, we combined it and then sent it on to Jeremy. And he was like, this feels a little bit long, but then I read it. And it was like, yeah, everything kind of needs to stay. Um, and it was a bit of a, almost a bit of hesitation with how, I'm going to say vitriolic we got towards some of the stuff this movie does, because mm -hmm. it is, for some reason that I will not understand, beloved by people and cool love the movies you love but this is not a good movie to show your kids this is sending some 
hideous messages that just wound the what's-its off of me and Danae. And seeing it wind up Danae kind of made me think, okay, good, this isn't a man being a man and being mm-hmm. stupid. Right. This is absolutely from a, uh, a woman's point of view as well. No, this yeah, is well, Danae's made it stuff. very clear she's not a fan of Princess stuff. Like, that's just not her jam mm-hmm. at but all, so. Even, even beyond that, it's, it's, oh man, it just got to me. Like, what summed it up was when... Um, her grandmother is explaining how the world thinks that princesses princesses should be a certain way and they fall in love at the end of the movie. And I'm like, fuck you, Disney. We think that because you told us that. That's mm-hmm. why. It's like Disney yeah. in a Disney film explaining everything that's wrong with Disney princesses. I was like, no. It reminds me of the marketing scene in Cars 3. So there's a scene in Cars 3 where they go into this shop and it's like all these maters and whatever. And they start talking about how marketing is killing the sport mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. I'm like, this is you, Disney. Oh, this man. is exactly what you do. Like, It's almost more <laughs> offensive because it's acknowledging think, what it's I doing. I think they have I've, to know. They have yeah, to know. Yeah, I feel like the Cars yeah. 3 was supposed to be... Like they were, they were making fun of something. A little about bit self-deprecating. Yeah. yeah, it has yeah. to be. It has you to can't be. miss yeah. that. You can't. I don't know so, that that's true here, though. I don't know that they're being self-deprecating no, no, I, here. I, I, look, no, I, I don't think. I so. haven't seen this movie. My daughter watches. I don't think my daughter's watched this. I have no idea because I've never seen it. So I, if she's seen it like at a friend's house or something, I'm not aware. But uh, but obviously she was into like dressing up as princesses and stuff when mm. she was a little younger. She watches a lot of the Disney movies, like the animated stuff with princesses. I just feel like most people, in my general opinion, most people don't really pay attention to that, though. I, I feel like the average person that watches a movie definitely isn't going to the depth we're going. Oh, no, for sure. And I, you have to remember that as well. I'm not saying it's not well. offensive, but I think why this movie, though, was a hit is because, A, Anne Hathaway just jumped off the damn screen and, you know, charisma. You tell, so much she's charisma. Great. Yeah. She's great. And, and Julie Andrews was kind of doing a similar like she's not mary poppins but i mean it's just like julie Mm -hmm. andrews is back she's kind of doing that type of like thing and i think that's what people were driven to and i and i think younger women probably you know you've got a movie about a younger woman and i know like you're i agree i'm not disagreeing with what you (laughs) today are saying nor do i even have a place to say anything because i'm a dude (laughs) but uh but i assume that's why people liked it and weren't really thinking about the bigger picture that's my guess oh for sure I just, I, I would like, there was a way to make this film and not have it have such horrible messages in it. Like the makeover, yes. for example. I'm sure. The makeover is the nothing... worst. That's my biggest complaint with the oh, movie that is the makeover. horrendous. Yeah. It's huge. Like, you have to have straight hair. You have to wear makeup. You have to look this way. And if you have curly hair, need glasses, or have eyebrows, then there's no way that you can be a princess. And the assessment... This- the, the straight hair is a thing, though. It, even today, like uh, my daughter, like her cheer team, like you, mm-hmm. they have to have straight hair. Like that's a rec- that's like a regulation. Uh, which now my daughter doesn't have super curly hair, so it's not that big of a deal. But for somebody that does, like that's yeah. a, I mean that's, that's and this is reinforcing that whether it means yeah. to or not, it absolutely is. Um, so yeah, that just well, I think because I knew about the makeover scene, that probably preloaded some of my thoughts about the rest sure, of the film as well. Sure. Yeah. I will say in the case of Cheer, though, there could be there could be something. I, I I don't know if it's so much a visual thing as it might even be just a uh like a like it could I don't know I don't know what could get caught in curly could be hair. a health and safety thing, but just tie yeah. it back. Like yeah. you can tie it back just yeah. to, anyway. I think exactly. it I think it is a visual thing, but it's more it's more a synchronized visual thing. Like it's Correct. it's more Perhaps. the idea they, of like, they want everyone to look the same. Yeah, everyone yeah, what everyone has to look the exact same. Yeah, mm, and that's never. 
<laughs> resulted in anything horrific in our history. No, not at all. Um, no, not never. at all. That's like my goodness. No, that's always ends great, Ian. Yes. Yeah, that's always, always a great always motto to have. Um, yeah, in, in terms of the sins, I had to do something with the song. So an album came out alongside this film because Disney gonna Disney, and there's a couple of famous people on it, but. It just, I couldn't stop laughing. Whenever there was a scene transition, the song that came out, came on, wasn't, the line wasn't necessarily from the chorus. It was whatever line was on screen at the time. Like, it may as well have been me skateboarding down the road to a tune. I was like, it was so on the nose. But yeah, singing it every single time just gets a bit repetitive. So what what am I going to do here? Let's make Jeremy sing it. <laughs> so he yeah. just sings throughout the whole it video. It was so great. Oh, I love it so much. And he, he obviously... I, I um I put a link into every song and he just nailed every single tune. Mm-hmm. Oh man, my notes are just this is horrible, this is disgusting. I don't think I did any other scenes. <laughs> I wonder if there is a princess movie out there similar to this that actually doesn't isn't as degrading. I'm sure there is, but I just I can't think. Princess of and the Frog, right maybe. I don't uh, know. Frozen like, is the one that a lot of people talk about. Uh, yeah, that's a yeah. good one. Yeah. But, yeah, maybe even Tangled to a point. I haven't seen Tangled in forever. Sure. Probably not. Mm. Yeah. Um, Danae's sin, sin about Queen Rinaldi having such a simple name and that she would much rather it was Queen Clarice Von Tess being best the rest of forever more Howdy Rinaldi. <laughs> it's so it's good. good stuff. Yeah. It's so good. Um, and I love the outtakes where we've got the, the, the helicopter coming towards the beach yes. and it cuts to Die Hard. That was 25% casualties max. And yeah. then the helicopter carries on to the beach. Have we yeah, talked about here so on BTS uh, that the outtakes are back at the end of the, the videos? Uh, um, we haven't. Hey, guys, yeah. the outtakes are back at the end of the videos. <laughs> it's nice. It's nice. I like having them there. Uh, it's handy. It, it, yeah. it feels good. It's nice. It feels good. That's been about, what, like a week or two, I guess? That they've been back? Yeah. Yeah. yeah something, something like that. And there still might yeah. there might be some that they're not. I can't remember if there's I any. I guarantee there will. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there yeah. absolutely there's, will. There, okay. there will be some that are separate. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, that's uh, all for, for me. Part. Sorry, rant over. No, no, no. No, no, you're, you're good. <laughs> hey, did you say what you were talking about the song? So was Jeremy singing songs from the movie? Yeah, so okay. These... I didn't know what he was singing, so I was curious. It was very funny. Yeah, the very first time it happens, um, I got him to say that from now on I'm gonna sing each of them and add a hundred uh. sins as a little bit of a, a marker. Um, so yeah, all of those were actual songs that were transitioning from scenes. Nice. Um, that just literally sang what was happening on screen. It's so dumb. It may as well have been narration. Yeah. I I don't know that I've seen this movie in anytime recent enough to have any genuine thoughts beyond just what this uh, video reminded me of. Uh, I think both of you have mentioned my main takeaways, which are some of the stuff does not hold up very well. The makeover scene is abhorrent in many ways. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Anne Hathaway is one of the most charismatic uh, humans Mm -hmm. to be in front of a camera. I just think she's incredible. She's, she's another one that has gotten hit by this, I will say, slightly sexist thing that happens to some women where that that woman is too happy, having too much fun. She's too oh bubbly. She's too, like yeah. We mentioned the Ariana DeBose thing, right? That was, you know, this nothing that was made into an article or whatever. But that's that same kind of energy of, you know, um, bring, bringing this, uh, you know, woman down to size. She's just too happy. and, and It must be demure. And yeah, yeah, something like that. And I was trying biggest- to... 
Sorry. Go, no, no, no. I was just I was trying to remember if people like Julia Roberts ever got some of that or because maybe, I maybe. think I think Anne Hathaway is kind of a next generation Julia Roberts uh, in, in many ways. Just she pops off the screen like that. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I really enjoy her here. Um, what did you want to say, Jonathan? I was just going to say the thing where I realized how much I liked her was when I was watching Ocean's 8, which I mean, isn't a great movie by any means. Sure. But but just the fact that you have an insanely strong female cast in that. And I thought mm -hmm. Hathaway stole the scene every yeah. time she was in it. And that's, mm -hmm. I mean, from like Sandra Bullock and, you know, mm -hmm. Rihanna, who's like mm -hmm. larger than life, you know, Helena Bonham Carter, mm -hmm. um, you know, so I just thought that was pretty, I mean, I was like, oh yeah, no, I really do like Anne Hathaway. Like she's really good. Like I always thought yeah, she was incredible. good, but I just remember that movie kind of, you know, took it up for me. As far as specific sins, full of amazing stuff. Well done. Yeah. How much of this movie has <laughs> left all of it? Uh, just made me laugh. Uh, what about the soy nuts now? Uh, made me laugh as well. The part where the movie is like, you know, you look like Shaft. And he says yes. And then the narrator just goes, no. Uh, it was just perfect. I wanted to say more. But I was yeah, like, no, that's all no. you need. And it's, and it's yeah. beautiful. Uh, I had to mention she already is beautiful. Beauty is subjective. Well said. Mm -hmm. I might semantically change the last word to inherent, um, but that's, you know. No, uh, that's I, I agree with Aaron, but I feel like there's a take a drink or a bingo card <laughs> point that Aaron talks about beauty being inherent. I know, I know. That's and I 100% agree. 100% agree. Uh, it is. But it's like. We know, Aaron. <laughs> we know. I think I think attraction is subjective. You know, like that mm -hmm. is that is definitely something yes. where like what are you physically really attracted to? Either, right. You're just well, right, I don't yeah, want to say I mean, you can't I I don't want to say you can't help. That might not well <laughs> that gets into some that gets into some weird territory there. But it is just something that like you said, it's just it's subjective. It's based on it's a lot just, of things. It's based on yes, how you were raised. Yes. It's based on, you know, uh, your experiences. There's a lot of things attraction is based and it's on not genetics always for sure. Sometimes it's demeanor, mm. sometimes it's Absolutely. Uh, you know, yeah. Uh, sense um, of humor, you know, all kinds of stuff. So But be but beauty, I don't know that beauty <laughs> is subjective. I think it's just inherent. I think everyone is I beautiful. I think it's it's just um anyhow, I, I still I love that that thing. Uh I think we already mentioned the, you know, calling out Disney on its own stuff, but the way that scene mm -hmm. ended was Disney, you've done it again. And it's just the, the sarcasm and the, the, uh, the stab there is just beautiful. Um, then the, uh, do you know why your pants are down? I just, uh, I wanted to mention that. <laughs> why? <laughs> it's, it's like, it's why? not explained. It's not explained at all. Uh, Jonathan, what about you? Yeah, I've never seen this. Uh, this came out when I was an adult, so I had no, I didn't have a kid or anything. And like Ian and Danae have made me aware, probably wouldn't didn't need to show it to him if I did have a kid. But mm -hmm. um, I uh, I think that you guys have mentioned the just you know calling out Disney for complaining about what they're doing, and I that was my favorite part of this 100% because I thought that was fair. And like, it does feel like, like as, whereas in cars three, we can kind of go, well, maybe they're taking a wink at themselves, but here I don't think they are at all. I think this is just, this is just the movie they're making and they don't realize that they're like responsible <laughs> for all this stuff. But um, anyways, I loved you guys sending the kid that almost sits down on her. And then instead of finding <laughs> another seat, he just walks off. Like he's not even, he's like, I don't need to sit anymore. I'm good. That, uh, that scene had a run of like six sins just about that kid and just what was happening there that we had we had to cut it down to three <laughs> by the way and i like i said i haven't seen this movie but all the men all the male characters to me they just looked like they all look the same like they just mm -hmm. like 
they look all look like they had no personality whatsoever. They're just all blank. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like you guys. You guys send the character having to clarify that the grandmother who is alive was the one that called her. Like. Like what? Like this movie? It's going to like. I almost wish you had said the one that was dead, because then we're getting into some interesting stuff. Like, what is this about? <laughs> I think you guys may have mentioned that, but Mia would be the princess at Cinema Sense, whether she likes it or not. I thought that was really <laughs> had funny. to be in there at some. Why point? was Julie Andrews referred to as on Golden Pond? Um, because she is in on Golden Pond. No. I th- is she not? No. <laughs> nitpicking it's Catherine nitpickers. Hepburn and Jane Fonda. <laughs> Wait, but it's in her IMDb. Oh, but if is she it? is, if no, she is, hang it's on. A, it's a small role. I, I just I don't remember her being in it. That's why so I, I thought was, there was something I was missing. I wasn't trying to like call you out. I was honestly curious why she was. She's on 1980, oh, 1981. No, it's the remake. Oh well, then that works. She's sure. on Golden Pond, 2001 American Live Television adaptation of the play of the same name. <laughs> she's in an adaptation. No, that's she's cool. She's I had in no one. Idea. We're good. We're good. We're covered. We're good. We're good. Don't pull the, the video. Pull it down. There's so many things that could be. I wasn't police. trying to like. I was just really curious. Her IMDb is surprisingly sparse, so I was running out of things to call her. <laughs> I done like Mary Poppins, Fake Queen of England. I couldn't. I was running out. What's interesting too is Julie Andrews. Speaking of her, who I love, she's kind of been a part of all this in a weird way because she was in a movie called Sob. I think it's like I've never seen it, but it's like eighty or eighty-one. I know there's a big. Th- I know she takes her top off in that movie, and I remember at the time like that was a big deal because it's like, oh, you know, Miss Disney. Mm-hmm. And then there was some, mm-hmm. and I think the movie might have even been kind of about that because her husband directed it, Blake Edwards. She was yeah, Blake, Blake Edwards. Edwards. Yeah. yeah, have you seen that movie, Aaron? I haven't. I've seen ten. Oh, okay. Right, that's a, that's a Blake Edwards yeah. movie, isn't? Yeah, and she's awesome. in that's that a, too, isn't she? Uh, she might be, but that's uh, Bo Derek and uh, yeah. Danny uh, Dudley Moore. But mm-hmm. uh, anyways, I just thought that was interesting. Uh, and then bribery, the only surefire way to keep your princess friends, I thought was great. <laughs> yeah. And well, the, the one-two punch. Back of, to back. Yeah, the yeah. back to back of that was really fun. Yeah. And I love the Lethal Weapon 2 outtake, whoever came up with that. I thought that was hilarious. The, the uh, you're, you know, uh, diplomatic immunity. Diplomatic <laughs> immunity. I'm yeah. a huge Lethal Weapon 2 guy, so I thought that was great. Uh, that's, a, that's a go-to outtake for me, definitely. Yeah, just don't try to use it in real life. It doesn't work as well in real life. Uh, you know, you, you get pulled over. You get pulled over, and uh, you tell the the officer diplomatic immunity. No. They don't. If oh, they I don't... thought you meant use it on your wife. <laughs> no, 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 what I was going to say. Diplomatic yeah. immunity. No, but what's but but the line after that is Danny Glover. Right before he shoots the guy, he says, "Your immunity's been revoked." And mm-hmm. uh, I'll just like randomly say that to my wife. It will have nothing to do with whatever we're talking about. I'll just I'll just go. Your immunity has been revoked, and she'll just be like, "God damn it!" And then she'll just walk <laughs> I away even from seen me. This movie. <laughs> it's amazing, amazing. Nice. All right, let's move into keeping tabs. The future is a hefty responsibility, and not one that we take lightly. But then, taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. The internet is a communications tool used the world over where people can come together to bitch about movies and share pornography with one another. Oh, jeez. This is the most public yet of my many humiliations. We're just going to take a look at something else from the process of putting together the content for the week. Maybe a weird Google search, a deleted sin, uh, whatever you want to do. Um, 
Jonathan, why don't you kick us off? What's your uh, I just have like a week? few little random things. I only wrote on Invincible. I will say uh, I I wrote this in about you know Run the Jewels is not soundtracking is not my soundtrack mm-hmm. uh, in this in this scene. And uh, I did randomly just listen to a bunch of Run the Jewels for like the next two weeks. So they were soundtracking my life, whether they wanted to nice. or not. Nice. Uh, no, I love Run the Jewels. I'm a I've been a huge fan. Uh, I had to look up Kessler syndrome because Daniel wrote that sin. And Daniel's a lot smarter than me, and I had no <laughs> idea what he was talking about. Uh, he uses a lot of big words that I don't know. And uh, no, but I looked up Kessler syndrome. So I found out it was proposed by NASA scientist Donald Kessler. It's a scenario in which the density of objects in low Earth orbit, also referred to as LEO. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know that now. Mm-hmm. Uh, due to space pollution is high enough that collisions between objects could cause a cascade in which each collision generates space debris that increases the likelihood of further collisions. Mm-hmm. So I guess... I, I took that. If you're in space, don't pollute. I, I think that's what that means. I think we already yeah. have. We've got so many things in orbit that are just hanging out there that yeah. we don't use anymore. And yeah, it's just we a, just let them break down and hopefully like, deorbit. But yeah. why don't we? Uh, yeah, why don't we have commercials about this? Like have a bear dressed in a spacesuit. He's like, you know, <laughs> only like you can prevent space, space pollution. Yeah. 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 Uh huh. So interestingly enough, I also did some I did some research because I don't just pick a random holiday. I do research on this. So for this week, uh, the research I did for holidays that happen on the 27th, I will not be using this one because I but I found it fascinating enough to look it up. Uh, Ian, you might be aware of this. Are you aware of Thomas Crapper Day? Oh, yes. Um, he's the guy that made the toilet, I believe. He did not invent the toilet, I found no. out. But he was the or first one to it, popularize whatever. the like the uh like home installment i guess he he popularized like he got it he made it sellable as a yeah as he something made it people mass, mass mass producible or whatever it he is he was able yeah. to use his skills as a shrewd businessman and salesperson to make it extremely popular he essentially made bathroom fixtures and home a success mm-hmm. like people actually getting them in their home nice. so you are and they said they, they celebrate this in england they oh, said we don't that, celebrate uh, it at all. No. <laughs> you have manhole covers in Westminster Abbey that still have the Crapper Company name on them, and people actually go, like tourists, go check that out, which is interesting. It makes sense. I try to celebrate this like once a day, consistently, oh, usually I, in the morning. Mm, I yeah. mean, sometimes three. <laughs> sometimes mine aren't consistent. <laughs> it's a heavy dairy day, maybe. Uh, it might be maybe two or three times. Like, like God bless you, Thomas Crapper. <laughs> Doing something so important, and then... Yeah, the the thing that you're actually remembered for is poo. Yeah. Just crap. Yeah. I like, take it. I take it. It's immortality, man. It's immortality. I'll take it. I'm sure he wiped his tears with million dollar bills. So I'm sure <laughs> oh, I'm, yeah, I'm sure he was him and his yes, family were doing that's what, that's what he wiped. That's what he wiped with million yes. dollar bills. His tears. His tears. Yep. Yes. Nice. nice. Uh I'll go next. Um I this is actually a comment that was leads into what I was going to use for my keeping tabs anyway, but uh Obina says, Good thing he's not going anywhere. This is from the Arcane uh video. Mm. Says, Okay, that one hurt. Y'all are evil. This is of course a reference to the fact that the father figure in Arcane uh does indeed uh go somewhere um eventually in this show pretty quickly. I think episode three, including a couple of those uh friends, spoiler alert. Uh, may happen as well. But uh, but there was a comment under this comment that says, it's Ned Stark all over again. 
from Hawkins 347. You have no idea how correct you are. This is the Keeping Tabs. I literally cut and paste the Ned Starks in from our very first TVS for oh, this um, and just changed the name. Oh, wow. It is That's literally great. the exact same sin we used for Ned Stark uh, yeah, in the very that first was a, video. We had, a, we had a debate about that, too, about whether mm-hmm. or not we should, because we were very much, because we were like, if this is going to work, we can't really get into like a lot of future mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Like we, right. you know, yeah. the narrator's not supposed to know. So we, we created that. Hope that doesn't mm-hmm. happen, basically, mm-hmm. became our... Yeah. Yeah, it's become one of the trademarks of the channel. And so to to do just a just a direct cut and paste, I thought was really fun. Because it is a like it is the most direct cor- correlation for that character. It's mm-hmm. very mm-hmm. much the Ned Stark uh of of Arcane. That's uh, cool that, that somebody's so. been with us that long. Yeah. And remembered that. <laughs> there you go. That's amazing. <laughs> uh Ian, what about you? I've got the kind of two ish. But the the newspaper article that is a, a, a joint effort between and myself and Danae, mainly Danae, who found the article um, in the Princess Diaries and copied it mm-hmm. out word for word. And at the time, I said, please don't do this. Please don't do it. If this is going to take you anything longer than five minutes, do not do it. Hour and a half later, she's like, I'm done. I'm finished. And it is just this yeah, gibberish article, which, of course, we got Jeremy to read. And then I put some music back to it. And it's available on the website if you want to have a look. But yeah, that was a lot of fun to make. And Jeremy yeah, should I call think there's read. A, there's a link on the on yeah. the video page, too, I think. so. Yeah, in the description of the video. So that was a lot of fun. Um, but I was looking up words for drunk because there's a, there's a really, really drunk lord in um, in the Princess Diaries. And I didn't just want to call him a drunk. I wanted to call him something else. So I had um, Bibulus was the one that I eventually went with. And that comes from to imbibe. Um, and if you imbibe a lot, you are Bibulus. So I wasn't calling him a drunk. He just imbibes a lot of a, of a certain liquid and it happened to be alcohol. But um, it led me to a lot of other words for being drunk. So, in one's cups, okay. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Bevied, from okay. beverages. Mm-hmm. Um, Brahms and Litzed. <laughs> Pissed. Ah, uh, uh-huh. Because that, that's quite an English one. Yeah. Um, Mullard, I quite like. Um, swacked. Soost. Out of one's gourd. Uh, squiffed. Hey, there you go. Squiffy. Um, shickered. As full as a goog. Um, half seas over. Don't know what I have no idea what that's referring to. Uh, munted, which sounds hideous. Um, sotted, crapulent, which I didn't know. Crapulous, ebrious, and arsehole. Wow, it's amazing. <laughs> I had lots to choose from. It was great. Nice, very very nice. All right, let's move into the comment section. I want to know what you're thinking. I appreciate your honesty. You're a real straight shooter. You are the ones who are the ball lickers. We're each going to pick a comment from the last week's content from the various places you reach out to us, Discord, YouTube, Reddit, wherever. Uh, Ian, go first. What's your comment? Okay, I have got some stuff for nitpicking the nitpickers of the nitpickers. Yes, bring it on. Yes. So we were questioning why Wenwu wanted to kill Trevor when he's really not a threat to Wenwu at all. Um... And that the Mandarin would want to kill him because ancient crime bosses wouldn't have liked their name being taken in vain. So he's an embarrassment to the name Mandarin, which is why he would be taken out. How do we feel? I no, because it, it's just like what is the 
what is the threat? Are, so I guess the question is, are we saying then he's just he's just doing it out of spite? Like, like there is no purpose to it other than you did this, so I'm going to kill you? To clear his name, yeah. To, like if he, he doesn't had... want the Mandarin associated with this clown. I don't buy the clear his name part. I I, yeah, I, I might buy the revenge part, but because he thought it was funny too. Like he was telling yeah. when he told you know Shang Chi and his his daughter, he was like you know he's like it's hilarious that you know the you know he's named after an orange or whatever. Like he was laughing about it. It would have made sense if he had gone after like the guy Pierce character if he wasn't already mm. dead. I guess maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think that's a red as well. Um, but we still got Trevor in the movie, which for some of us was a good thing. Actually, no, that makes it green. Actually, I agree with you. I agree with the commenter. Um, this was a good one. So the sin is um, when, I think it's when Wu that's training and he's just getting sticks hit upon him. I was like, no, mm-hmm. this isn't training. This is just getting the crap beaten out of you. Um, somebody says, it's actually a martial arts exercise by regulating your breaths while taking hits. Not only makes your body feel less pain, it also prevents you from flinching, making you more formidable in a fight. Discuss. Mm-hmm maybe uh no i that's, that's i'm fine with that one being a green yeah. like i think that is a legit thing um it, you know is as far it's as still it, true it's still <laughs> right exactly like in defense of the sin it's still hilarious and it's still one yes. of those you know the sin is doing exactly what it's, it's intending to do it's it's not literally saying nobody's ever done this or there isn't a purpose to it it's saying mm-hmm. you know here's this other way to look at this um but yeah no look, that's fine. someone fine as someone yeah. who trained in martial arts at a strip mall in Brentwood, Tennessee, they never use sticks on us. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's fair. Are you That's, part of Cobra Kai? They should Kai? have done. <laughs> the famous Tennessee branch. We actually branch weren't in a strip Kai. mall. We were, yes, we were yeah. in a country club because it was Brentwood, nice. Tennessee. Yeah. yeah, that's uh, that's <laughs> Bro Kai. Sounds uh, nice. Bro Kai. Um, so a few people took a lot of issue with the Invincible video and feeding the hamburgers into the cloning machine. Yeah. So a lot of people yeah, thought that was that. absolutely fine. But somebody hit the nail on the head slightly better than anyone else for me. And that was, it's not running the machine. It's being pulpified and then fed to the individual inside the cloning machine. So it's not running the machine, but it's feeding the organism yeah that's what mm-hmm. yeah but but you're feeding them frozen hamburgers like i don't that still is <laughs> is, is really weird what are you gonna feed him what's wrong with that <laughs> uh, i guess it's fine it was still it was a funny moment it was it was fun to send it um, no, yeah. i totally yeah. agree um yeah. i just it made me laugh that like four or five people were like no this is exactly how i run my cloning machine like how else are you gonna do it <laughs> yeah <laughs> all the times i've had to clone people have you, you never me? had a cloning machine <laughs> duh uh come yeah. on gotta, How yeah. you gotta keep it? those yeah. clones no, that's green. Bad, man. That's, that's fine that's green yeah that's fair um yeah that's all for me very nice jonathan what about you uh i just had a quick one it was uh it was invincible it was uh lewis bonilla which by the way lewis if you were listening to this and you were related to to the great bobby bonilla uh, I would love a quick message to find out what actually goes on on Bobby Bonilla Day, other than celebrating all that cash. I'm just really, really curious. I, I, I love how Ian's hope like, you get an what email. are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know what it's you sports, mean. It's sports, Ian. It's sports. Real quick, the New York Mets signed a crazy contract with Bobby Bonilla. Oh, never mind. You went away. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I think it's done, but the thing was the Mets were still paying this guy like 30 years after he was done with baseball. It was the way they structured the contract. Yeah. So 
every day, whenever that day was on Twitter and stuff, everybody would be like, happy Bobby Bonilla day, because he was getting Got a check. It. He was still getting like money a million so long after he was out. Yeah. Yeah, That's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Well, That's crazy. It, it's it, contracts are interesting in baseball. There's, I mean, it's no different than CEOs who draw, you know, these crazy yeah. annual stipends no, but after that too is ridiculous. Well, I know. <laughs> That's what I'm saying <laughs> yeah. that you, you have found yeah. my point. Uh, yeah, it's, identified it's, it's it correctly. Crazy. But Lewis mm. said, now I'm no clone making villain science. Oh, this is, this is going off the hamburgers thing. Now, I'm no clone-making villain scientist, but I would assume the hamburgers were either for biomass or for keeping the body fed while it grows, maybe even both. As far as how questionable that is, it's at least a cheap bulk option. So I thought that was really funny. Oh, I love how independently people <laughs> yeah. came at that scene. Yeah. It's yeah. weird what yeah. we as a people latch on to. It's great. Yep. Yep. Uh, the one I wanted to mention was from Jeremy D., uh, who brought up, uh, based on the scooter sin, which I, I, I'll, I'll go ahead and read that sin. Uh, I'm not sure who decided to have this bus demolish a bunch of electric scooters. This is from Shang-Chi, by the way. <laughs> but whoever you are, my friend, you are the true hero. I mean, I still have to send the electric scooters for existing, but I wanted you to know how much I appreciate you first. Uh, so in the comments, uh, Jeremy D. said the director, uh, Destin Cretton, actually put that scene in the movie because of how much he hates those scooters. Oh, and he linked cool. Amazing. to a breakdown of the bus fight scene from Vanity Fair, where Destin Cretton literally says, uh, I was so happy to be able to demolish all these scooters. Yes. And it just made me feel so good. That Justified. I, I, yeah, that I could, I like, you just knew there had to be someone who was like, we are absolutely having this bus crush a bunch of scooters. Um, so thank you. They were uh, front and center. Yeah, thank you, Jeremy, for identifying that it was, in fact, the why, director why of the film. Why are those things so annoying? But they are. <laughs> There's, because there's, they just get left around the city, I think, is the main yeah. thing. It's just right, like there's yeah. two reasons for it personally, because Northampton is one of the few cities where they are rampant. Um, they're everywhere. Now, they are too fast to go on the pavement slash sidewalk because they are dangerous, but they are too slow to go on the road because you will get crushed by a car that is doing twice your speed. There is no place for them. I know that they're great for the environment and they're good for commuting, but they are dangerous. Yeah, yeah. So the danger well, is my rant. <laughs> yeah, it's probably another part of it for sure. I was in downtown Indianapolis real quick uh, a couple weeks ago for for my daughter's cheer event. By the way, people live in Indianapolis. Downtown Indianapolis is beautiful. That it is really a is really a, that Indianapolis is a really is a great cool, city. It's a really cool downtown area. But it's like it was in the first thing in the morning. We were we were close enough to where we could walk to the event, uh, walk to the Coliseum or whatever. And um, it was like fifteen degrees. <laughs> And there was like this dad and like his three or four kids on these scooters. And I was like trying to figure out like, are you the best dad ever or the worst? Because like <laughs> there was like ice on the ground. I mean, nothing about this was like made any sense. It wasn't safe. It was too cold to have your kids out there. I don't know. It was just that was the first time I'd seen them. And I was like, this is just weird. Like, what is going on here? You know? Well, there you go. So thank you to uh, the director, uh, Destin Daniel Cretton, uh, who actually hates scooters as well. So I appreciate it. All right, let's move into Beyond the Sins. To infinity and beyond. Somewhere beyond my wildest dream. To boldly go where no man has gone before. We're just going to chat about something else from the world of pop culture that we've seen recently. I will kick us off. I actually already mentioned it. Uh, Cobra Kai has a new season out on Netflix. Uh, I did get a chance to binge my way through it. 
I don't understand why I love this show so much. I like <laughs> I it is it is one of those shows where it's like I am hungry for it for some reason and I can't I can't I it's got to just be the nostalgia thing, right? Like it's just got to be there's something about that formula of the original karate kid of training leads to tournament competition I don't know what it is, but I, I can't get enough of it and uh, just binged it immediately. It's, uh, you know, it, it is what it is. The acting is not like stellar. Uh, the plotting is very um, predictable in many ways. Uh, it is a series. And I think we send this when we send the pilot. It is just a series of relationship triangles. Like it's just who can we make in a relationship triangle now? And I don't even mean love triangles necessarily. I mean, like relationship triangles. And so you have all these and now they, you know, there's a third dojo uh, in this new season. And so now there's all these other different shapes that they're able to make with these betrayals and revenges mm -hmm. and all this kind of stuff that's going on. But has Elizabeth Shue been on it yet? Yes. They had an Elizabeth. Oh, wow. Yeah, pretty, so they got extended, everybody. Extended cameo, um, like, you cool. know, for an episode or two. Yeah. So it's like the Rocky syndrome. It's that kind of format, isn't it? Enjoying sure. Yeah, the yeah. Template of a Rocky film. Yeah, yeah, I think that might that might be a part of it, but, but it, I, it is an example of I think one of the few legacy you know sequels or whatever you want to call these things that mm -hmm. that works uh, clearly. I mean, I, and I think it's because they take they take the uh, canonic history of the films seriously. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. they don't take the show completely over seriously, but they take like what happened happened, and we're going like this this season in many ways revolves around Terry Silver who I don't know if you know, but was the Karate Kid 3 kind of villain that, um, oh. if I if I remember correctly, like trained Daniel to be more yeah. aggressive and hateful and, and whatever. And he's kind of like the primary, you know, uh, baddie in season four. And I don't know, it's just really interesting. It takes all, like, all of the movies seriously and brings all of these characters back and yet introduces you, in, you know, to this next generation in this town that apparently all kids do is karate. Like, I mean, how do you have three <laughs> giant dojos of, you know, kids? And then the karate tournament, the All Valley Karate Tournament every year has, you know, thousands, 10,000 people attend it, you know, somehow. Um, I, where is this like, town? Like Glee. It's like Glee. It's like <laughs> yes, all these, yes. All these exactly. Glee clubs are everywhere yes. and yeah. they have these. Yeah. So anyhow, Thomas Cobra E. Kai. Griffith, by the way, is the actor that plays Mr. Silver, and uh, he was uh, uh, tried tried to be a little bit of like a Van Dam or something back in the mm -hmm. '90s. It didn't really yep. go his way, but he's uh, yeah. It's nice to have him back. So Cobra Kai season four is on Netflix. Nice. Uh, Jonathan, why don't you go next? Yeah, I've still only seen the pilot because we send it, and uh, mm -hmm. I definitely need to uh, get into that at some point. But it's you know, I'm having fun. I'm that list, fun. that la that list of what I need to watch just gets bigger every day. Right. So, yeah. Uh -huh. uh, one movie I knocked off of it and uh, don't really care that I did, but uh, The Eternals <laughs> uh, is on Disney Plus now, and uh, I did not see this in the theater. It's one of only like two or three MCU movies I haven't seen in the theater, and the main thing was I couldn't go. I think opening weekend I had stuff going on, and then everything about this movie was so blah. That I was like, I don't know that I want to go sit down for two hours and forty minutes and <laughs> watch <laughs> that. Sure, sure. Yeah. So, uh, but then it came on Disney Plus, and I will say, uh, I thought I was going to actually have a fairly positive reaction to it, just because a lot of the times when these things get built up a certain way, it's really easy to kind of you know be like, well, it wasn't that bad. Uh, mm -hmm. It's that bad. 
Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm willing to say. And I will also say, even if you're a completist, I don't know that you really need to watch this movie. Like, I don't know, like... I don't know that you watching this movie is really has much effect on like, I don't know how much this movie has an effect on the MCU, I guess in general. Like I, I, unless I guess they're sequels or something and it does well, say I mean, the Eternals will return at the yeah, end. Yeah. So. And I mean, they're starting a new phase. So who yeah, knows? you never know who, who knows which of these characters will show up. So, and some sort you know, of it's cameo. on Disney Plus, so you can watch it in like thirty minute increments or however you choose to do it <laughs> over but, the uh, course of seven months. Uh, if you really, really want to put yourself through that, yeah, it is really long. Have you seen it too, Ian? Yeah, I've seen it. I it's so, probably it's bottom five MCU. Yeah, thing. It's, I it's really not, it's, it's, it. it's not my least favorite. Like I, I still think like Iron Man two is worse than this, and maybe Thor: The Dark World. But uh, uh, Iron Man two is shorter. <laughs> yeah that's true i like this i like most of the cast for the most part but um i love jimma chan love her uh hope mm-hmm. she gets more starring vehicles because she's great um but i will say the thing about this movie though i it's in all seriousness the thing i don't think works is for me it's just there's because we don't know these characters at all and there's so many of them mm-hmm. you're like an hour and a half in and they're still doing like backstories and mm-hmm. they're still setting up the plot uh unlike shang chi this might be some of the worst action I've ever seen in one of these movies. I, I think it's Bizarre, interesting that people it? people that defend this say that, well, it's not trying to be a typical MCU movie. I don't know that that's true. I just don't think it's very good when it is trying to be one because there definitely is action in this movie, mm-hmm. but it's just not interesting at all. Angelina Jolie looks like she doesn't even want to be there half the time. Um <laughs> So I, I don't know why I just said the most of the cast is good because some of them aren't actually. Uh, I, I still don't even know what Kid Harrington's, what that's about. I, it's really weird to me how so many of the Game of Thrones actors, when I see them in other things, I really don't like like them very much. They were like well, the so Kit compelling Harry- on Game of Thrones. And then you see yeah. them in something else, you're like, I don't know that you're a good actor. <laughs> like, I'm so confused. <laughs> the Kit uh, Harrington stuff was like a post-credit scene that they decided to put in the movie. Yeah. yeah, that was weird too. Yeah, that, so that was weird. Not to too much setting away, up yeah. some sort of dark, uh, you know, mystical, medieval yeah. kind of yeah. thing with with that character. Yeah, but that was the thing for me. I, the main problem I had with it was, and it's not even. I, I mean, I guess you can call it boring. I always think that's a real easy word to use. But there's just there's so much plot. Like I have never seen this much plot in one mm-hmm. of these movies, and it just it takes so long to set it up that by the time they get around to it, you've got like twenty minutes left. And it's just, I don't know. I, I don't know what it's trying to do at that point. I think this would have been a better, I think this would have been better as a series, maybe. Totally. I don't know. But I, maybe not. I don't know. Maybe these characters just aren't going to aren't gonna interest us. This is not one I ever read comics on. Uh, I have heard the new comic book series is stellar. Um, so maybe that's something I'll check out at some point. But uh, I, I did not like this movie. But it's on Disney+. Plus. It, like I said, if, if you are going to watch it... Uh, I would recommend the 30-minute increments. <laughs> it might go down a little better. The hard, the difficult part about all the plot it's trying to do and all the character setup it's trying... I think it's mainly the character setup. I don't think... Yeah, 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 I actually... Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think the plot's that bad. Um, the No, it's just there's and, a lot and honestly, of it. And honestly, mm-hmm. I don't think the characters are that bad. I think given more time and like a series to flesh them out, I actually might like this group of people... But this is this is Marvel's Justice League, right? Like this is Marvel going yes. like how how are we going to introduce and and the thing I don't understand is a couple things. 
One is you give this to Chloe Zhao, whose whole thing is being slow. Like, and, mm-hmm. and I don't mean that even pejoratively. I mean, she's no. beautiful. Mm-hmm. She makes beautiful films, but her whole thing is living in these beautiful vistas and what. And and you're asking her to do all this character work, all this plot work, and still linger on sunsets. And like, it's just not going to mm-hmm. happen. Um, and then the second thing is you've got X Men coming. Why are you introducing another version of the X Men? Oh, like, I like, I, I don't like. I just don't understand how. Like, if this is a dry run for how they're going to introduce X Men, watch out because they need to do much less. They like it, it's you know it has to be much more considered and and bring them together slowly because this you it's just impossible to do in the course of one film mm-hmm. um, with this many say- people. The thing I found the most interesting, but also irritated me the most, it was interesting, but the, the whole plot point that, because there's obviously there's questions brought up in the movie. Well, why the hell didn't you like try to save us when, you know, Thanos was around? And why didn't you stop, you know, if you've been around this long, why didn't you stop the Holocaust from happening? And they have this whole thing where they're not allowed to interfere. Um, they're basically only allowed to observe unless, I guess, these creatures, what is it, Dementors, or is that Harry Potter? Is it the same thing? I can't remember what they're called. <laughs> I think it's but, Deviants. Yeah, de- yeah Deviants. Deviants, Deviants, thank you. Dementors is Harry Potter, right? So the mm-hmm. Deviants come, they can go in and stop them from doing anything, but they can't interfere, which is interesting because they do play off this whole thing about how these characters are dealing with the fact that they've had to watch all this death and destruction that they mm-hmm. could have stopped but they're not allowed to like, that's fascinating. But the thing I don't get is, but they're a lot like that one guy, he just, he invents stuff for people. So like yeah. you're, you're still, and I'm sure we'll talk about this whenever we send it, you're still like interacting and you're still affecting the outcome. I mean, they probably created the weapons that are used to have wars. It's just, I don't know. And, and maybe all that just got jumbled in because there was all this other stuff going on. So maybe that just didn't get enough attention. But like, I was very confused. Well, this yeah. is it's this... implied that his meddling goes on to create the the atom bomb. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a yeah. and that's a terrible scene. That scene is just yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, that was in, awful. In in weirdly insensitive and like it's just yeah. it's a really strange thing. But um, yeah, I I think clearly. What they're trying to do here, and I imagine the source material was trying to do, is to create a superhero version of angels and demons, right? Like, they're trying to create Mm -hmm. the idea of religious stories that use protectors and, you know, deviants or whatever you want to call them uh, based on the command of an overseeing, uh, you know, all-seeing God, right? And so Mm -hmm. it wants to deal with these deep religious themes of inaction versus action you know is is god not acting a sign of love or a sign of dispassion or like it wants to deal with all these deep things and for that i love it like i want it to i i want it to really mm-hmm. explore that stuff mm-hmm. but it just doesn't have time to do that plus everything else it's trying to do well, so yeah and this is a weird this is a weird comparison but midnight mass on netflix mm-hmm. is really the thing i took away from that is how i've never seen something do such a great job of giving you like a genre related product mm. and deal with a lot of the things like deal with like the deal with like things like faith and mm-hmm. uh, and religion and beliefs and show how that can complicate you know I don't, I don't, I'm not explaining mm-hmm. this well, but but I don't. But that just made me think of that. But do it like in a really even-handed take... way. As right. Well. Yes. Well, yeah. you've got a whole and series I, I... to do it in too. You know, instead mm-hmm. of just trying yeah, to squeeze it into two hours. But to be fair. I'm... It's probably not that much longer than the Eternals. <laughs> <No. laughs> 
I know the hesitation to not make it a series was because the hum- the Inhumans bombed so hard and the Inhumans are dragged well, from yeah, the same Well, yeah, because the Inhumans were going to be their material. X-Men when they didn't own X-Men. They mm-hmm. were going to yeah, make the exactly. Inhumans. That was the plan, yeah. yeah. But just because it didn't work in the past doesn't mean you don't give it another go now that you have a new set of tools to play with. But, yeah. 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 But uh, it's it's insane how many teams Marvel has that are all the exact same. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, it's pretty just, much it's nuts. Yeah. Ian, what about you? What's your uh, Beyond the Sense? Um, yeah, so it's one from a few uh, film from a few years back that I just ticked off because um, enough people said great things about it. And that's Jojo Rabbit. Nice. Um, cool. Absolutely love Taika Waititi. Um, wanted to see this when it came out. I think it was 2017 or 18 before the world ended. Um, and yeah really really loved the premise um and wasn't disappointed when i eventually came to watch it um the the really quick premise is that it's set during the closing stages of world war Two, and it follows a young boy who's about to join um the the hitler youth program and his imaginary friend is hitler as played by taika watiti and it just gives man it gives the film great license to make Hitler do some ridiculous things and just make a caricature out of him without it being Inglorious Bastards, where you're still saying that that is Hitler and he did this ridiculous stuff. You can say, yeah, well, it's all in his head. So we're not being, we're not being unhistorical here. This is just how this kid was brainwashed into seeing his fearless leader. Um, It starts off, well, I mean, throughout, it's really funny and it delivers its message in a really humorous and sincere way and then smacks you with some absolute trauma um and there's definitely some not for the faint of heart moments in the film some moments that will most likely yeah probably bring you to tears and make you cry but the it, it never feels preachy it never feels um it, yeah it never feels over the top for me um just handled really well and just a really 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 good story Taika should do everything. He's great. He's just an excellent filmmaker for me. I What sticks out to me from JoJo, I mean, there's several things, but one of the things that I keep coming back to is he does this thing where he has a series of cuts that just show houses and mm-hmm. all the houses have two things in common. They all have attics and they all look like their faces. Mm-hmm. Like the houses are, you know, smiling or yes. making a fit. And it is, it is one of the most subtly brilliant thematic things I've seen in a movie in a long time, you know, because you can think about that for a while and think of, you know, what that means in the context of, you know, mm-hmm. hiding Jews during the Holocaust and, you know, happy homes and what is a happy home. And like, it's just, yeah. So yeah, just brilliant stuff like that. I, I just go, Taika, you've, you've got some. You got some stuff going on upstairs that I really, really like. So this yeah. was his follow up to Ragnarok, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and considering he almost presents himself as a bit of a clown and a bit of a like a caricature himself, that deep thematic stuff was like, whoa! I didn't realize these are the kind of films that you were going to make. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so good. It's yeah. so so good. Chef's kiss. Very nice. Jojo Rabbit is available uh, to stream on Max Go. Uh, if you don't have Max Go, uh, it should be available to rent or buy in most of the places. And Disney Plus in the UK. And Disney Plus in the UK. 
Uh, the Eternals is available on Disney Plus here and Cobra and Disney Kai. Plus in the UK <laughs> and Disney Plus in the UK and Cobra Kai is available <laughs> on Netflix. I assume in both both places uh, as well. Uh, season yes. four is there. Well, that's going to do it for Behind the Sins this week. Don't forget to make sure you're subscribed <laughs> and go ahead and leave a comment or rating as well. If you've got anything you want to send it, uh, to us, you can mail it to us. P.O. Box eight eight one Republic Missouri six five seven three eight. You can hang out with us on Twitter. I'm at Aaron Dicer. He's at Wits End. W-H-I-T-T-S-I-N-N-E-D. I'm not asleep. And at Sam Loomis 13. So for Jonathan Watkins, Ian Whittington, some loops of fruits, and myself, we will see you next week. Happy World Breast Pumping Day. Oh, nice. Very nice. No, it's good. Real quick, real quick. You might want to include this, Ian, because Danae told me to. I I actually sent her <laughs> a Slack notification. I said, hey, this is what I'm thinking about saying today. You know, I'm just making sure there's no way that could be like, you know, offensive. Uh, like uh-huh. offensive. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, no, she's like, I love it. She's like, even tell him Danae said it was OK. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. Send any feedback to BTS at CinemaSins.com and be sure to subscribe, rate and comment. Find more ways to connect by visiting CinemaSins.com slash BTS. Celebrate the breasts. The pumping, I mean. You're the breast. The pumping of the yes. The the, Wait, uh, the relief. Oh, no, that's that oh god, we made this weird. <laughs> Danae no longer approves. Danae no yeah. longer approves. Yeah. She has cast us to the side. Oh god, yeah, what's oh you're it's six o'clock, so you're about to like what watch uh watch the Jeffersons. I have no idea what you're about to do. Yeah, I don't know I'm why. gonna watch whatever that is. Um <laughs> That was a sitcom from the seventies and eighties. Great. <laughs> I've got four crumpets to eat and the Jeffersons to watch. I don't want you guys to get too upset about this, but I read this morning oh, no. that after almost three seasons, Julian McMahon is leaving FBI Most Wanted. I'm very sorry. <laughs> I don't know oh. any of the words that you just said. I, I don't know why. I just thought it was funny. That was an, I Obviously, I, I, there are people... Obviously, there are people that watch that show, but I, but in my mind, I feel like there are people that are probably not going to JoeBlow.com. That's just my guess. I, I don't know how we continue on with the show this morning um, after that news. Uh, I, you know, there's really, is there a reason to even podcast anymore? There was also one of my favorite articles, which I call, Actor Says They're Willing to Take a Job If Offered. Uh, <laughs> Kelly Hu said she would return to X-Men. It's like, no shit. Like, why wouldn't she? I mean. <laughs> there are some real negative tendencies in modern, quote unquote, journalism um, because of the need to have grabby headlines and get clicks and, and all that kind of stuff that, that, you know, they're not they're not clickbait per se, but they're just misleading. En- and they're not even really misleading. It's just that it doesn't mean anything. They just don't yeah, mean. There's not, a, there's not a story there's, there. There's no there's story not. there. And sometimes you they make a story out of no story. For instance, uh, this week was full of the, was it Ariana DeBose from from uh, West Side Story uh, who host just hosted SNL or whatever. And there was a little bit on Twitter, like a few people on Twitter who were like, I don't like her energy. She's, you know, kind of got like that theater kid energy and it's a little too much for me and mm-hmm. somebody wrote an article on it and was like the internet <sighs> hates ariana debose and it's like no not really uh you know you just cherry pick some twitter like you're it, it's what i call the the uh the um a corporeal uh, straw man the idea that you can create a straw man out of actual people's opinions <laughs> because we have 
everybody's opinions. And somebody somewhere has a stupid opinion that we used to put on a straw man, but now we can actually find the person. Oh man, um, that is the most meta straw man. It, it's a, it's a, <laughs> it's an inception straw man. It's an inception instrument. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. It, you may as well just say people somewhere say. Yeah, there's 7 billion of us. I guarantee <laughs> at least five of them say that. It's like that article that I can't remember who shared it in Slack, but about you two. And how like Bono, like you, they found the five most negative things that Bono said in the entire interview. Right, and right. And smushed it into one damn sentence. And mm -hmm. as if he was saying, I don't know how to sing. I hate the, yeah, I hate the name of the band and I hate most of the songs. That is absolutely <laughs> that is the words he the said, but was. not what he meant no. at all. No. It's the worst. I mean, Ian could do that to us every week if he wanted. You could make it sound <laughs> oh, like... You clearly don't listen to the episodes. <laughs> I like self-checkout if I've got like a handful of things. Like, I think it's awesome because then I don't have to talk to anybody and that's fun. But uh, That's ideal. Not talking if I've to got people. like a huge cart and I've got like produce and everything, I don't, do they have self-checkout in, in England at the grocery stores? Oh, definitely. Like, it's, uh, it's genuinely on the verge of outnumbering human checkouts. And I am all for it. Like that is that is perfection. But they usually no, they usually have at least two or three registers open. But I've never oh, yeah, I don't yeah, go yeah, that definitely. often this early. So it's just it's a no brainer for me. Like you have one person that can man. Um, that was an odd thing to say. You can one. You have one person that can person. Um, <laughs> <laughs> why specify any of that? Yeah, that can operate ten checkouts that are self service. Mm -hmm. Just ditch all of your registers. Like we have some that are. Like they're extended ones, so you can you can fit a whole trolley or cart worth of shopping on them. So just I feel yeah. like I should have I feel like I should be paid. Like after I do that much like <laughs> checking out and bagging, I'm oh no, like, I'm willing I... to pay extra to not have to speak to somebody. Like that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Walmart's cool because you can actually put stuff back in your cart. Kroger is typically like an alarm, like not alarm goes off, but it keeps mm -hmm. saying like put your stuff back in the you know area yeah. the bagging area so there's not a lot of room there so it's kind of a pain to the place where i do my groceries have these portable scanners and if you sign up to their point system whatever it is you can pick up a scanner just open up all of your bags and then scan all of the shopping into there and i've done that five or six times and every single time i've been randomly selected for an enhanced check which means mm -hmm. that they then go through all of my shopping and yep. scan it again yep. and then leave me to rebag it and i'm like i am this close to just ditching this because this is <laughs> this is not what the points club system is all about how is that easier for them like i mean it'd be better if they just did it yeah, it's to make sure that I'm not stealing something. But I guarantee you, unless I'm stealing oh. everything, it is not worth your time in doing this. Whatever you paid that person to do it, I've stolen less than that, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> That's irritating too, because I've had like the alarm thing go off even when I definitely I scanned everything. And that's annoying because yeah. it just makes you look like everybody's looking at you like you're oh, a yeah, thief definitely. Or something. And then you go back and they and one time the guy just waved me on. I guess they were having issues with it that day. So I guess I could have stolen stuff that day, but oh, I didn't. No. But so <laughs> speaking of somebody in retail, just wave them on. Like it's, it is just not worth the effort. Because if you have stolen something, I then have to confront you about stealing something. And it's the best case scenario is that I wave you on. Here's the thing. If you're making me scan all this shit, most of the time it's going to be, I forgot to scan something. It wasn't on purpose. It was just a, Exactly. And yeah, it's not it's my an job. It's mistake. <laughs> It's yeah. not my job to do this. It's like I'm helping you out. Hello, Fred. <laughs> that is how I've started <laughs> it before, isn't it? Let's do it. Yeah. Fresh? Hello? 
Hello? Are you there, Fresh? <laughs> Hello, me again, Fresh. Yeah, there's, exactly. there's the commercial. Done. Finished. Done. Finished. <clears throat> all over. What is Cetacean Ops? Oh. Is that a Star Trek thing? That is a Star Trek thing. Oh, yeah. I don't know what that is. So there's an... In- oh, I can see Aaron twitching. There is... Um, so on the on TNG, they walk past a door, and on this door it says Cetacean Ops, and Cetacean refers to whales, I which means never- that there is an entire lab dedicated to whales I never that noticed do that. operations of some sort. And then Lower Decks actually showed it to us. So yeah, it's really cool. Is this is this your new camera that you're fed up with? No, it's not. It's been delivered, but I haven't. I've just got back, okay. so now I've, I'm going to stick with it for this show, and then I can change it over. Danae's kind of fed up with the new camera, so like, oh, no, I know. Really? Yeah, Alan, it's not you worked. You made her get a new phone and a new know, camera, to- both of which she hates. Totally my fault. Everything is my fault. Well, anything is better than this crap, honestly. Like, I have to keep fingering my lens to get into focus. No, no, we're not. No, That's how it gets infected. Nope. 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 Not going there. Nope. Nope. That's that's how you get COVID. You finger your lens. (laughs) I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so. No, I read that on a (laughs) reputable Uh Uh website. Yeah. Yeah. E-Magazine. Started with a Q. I don't know. Is E-Online still a thing? Uh, I believe like so. E probably. Inter- Entertainment Weekly still exists, even though it's Entertainment Monthly, but they won't change the name. Yeah, well, that's dumb. It's true. It's true. Uh, all right. We got 10 minutes left <laughs> to do this ad. Let's do it. Oh, hello. I didn't see you there. Oh. Welcome to Behind, what are you doing Behind the Sins. I see RB Goldbat. I see Nick Jagged. I see Apathy Nihilist. I see JCD. I see Slab Bulkhead. Um, sorry, I was doing a romper room thing. Romper room, anyone? <laughs> no, actually, I had no idea. Uh, I was just like, all right, this is what, uh, leave this it, is what Aaron's leave doing. Leave it to me to pick that like a 1930s familiar. children's show to imitate uh, <laughs> as we start. <laughs> was that a PBS thing? or I, I don't remember. I just remember it had that intro where they would like say children's yeah. names at the beginning where they're like, oh, I see, you know, such and such. And I was always like, Aaron, is it Aaron? No, it was it was never Aaron. <laughs> Aaron with one A. Damn it. That's right. Yeah, they, they never put any of the names up in text until it was Aaron, and they were like, no, E-R-I-N. Nope. <laughs> Not you. <laughs> Ian, what about your childhood in England? What was like the, the kids show that you watched growing up? Well, other than being nursed by Mary Poppins and drinking a lot of tea. <laughs> right. Other um, than that. What did I... So I was, for some, I know exactly why. So, man, I don't know how we're going to get around to children's shows, but my dad is a massive fan of the Formula One, which is like, um, what's the one where you guys drive in circles? NASCAR. It's like NASCAR, but for intelligent Well, we have Formula One. We have Formula One racing here. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, perfect. So he loves Formula One, loves it to death. Now, the only way to get it was with this cable package. And I was like the only kid at school that had cable tv so i was the only one that could watch nickelodeon and cartoon network so i was raised on like a lot of american oh interesting yeah so i can't tell you what english kids watched it was there was something called saturday morning live it was like smtv something and it had some famous Mm -hmm. people with goo and all of my friends at well, both of them were talking about this show at school. And I was like, I don't know what that is because I was watching Dexter's Lab or Wacky Races mm-hmm. or Tom and Jerry or something. Um, so, yeah, whatever you guys watched was pretty much what I watched. <laughs> yeah, like Dexter's Lab and like the stuff like Tom and Jerry, like that kind of stuff feels more like, 
you know, seven to 10 age range. Maybe like, I'm thinking like, Mm. what do you remember? Like any shows from like that, you know, kindergarten, first grade, you know, kind of thing where, where it's really dialed down, you know? Really don't yeah, like Mr. Rogers. Um, Did you have Mr. Rogers? Did you like no nope. Captain Kangaroo? Didn't have that over here. Um, nope. What was the I one had... with the lamb puppet? Oh, the lamb Sherry puppet. Sherry Lewis. Yeah, or yeah. Sheep? Sherry Lewis. What was that called? Lamb Chop was yeah, the Sean name the of the, the puppet. I think. Yeah. 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 But no, no idea. Um, I definitely watched the Teletubbies, even though okay. I think I was possibly too old. <laughs> Okay, so I just looked up Brit. I just found a UK popular and forgotten kids TV shows from the 80s uh-huh. through the 2010s. There's one called Round the Twist. Okay. Nope. Uh, that was in the 90s. I'm looking for 90s stuff. Funhouse. Oh, Neil Morrissey's Funhouse. Yeah, yeah, but that was on. That wasn't like a morning show. That was like an evening. So have you seen? It Mr. says Blobby? it's like a game show or something. Mm. Right. Google Mr. Blobby right now, <laughs> and this is this show. Gave me nightmares because of Mr. Blobby. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. That is... And can I can I tell you what his catchphrase was? <laughs> uh, please. Yes, please. He would, he would run onto stage saying, Blobby, Blobby, Blobby! <laughs> but with, like, a voice modulator, so he sounded like the guy from Saw. It was terrifying. Oh, wow. And his thing was that he would run in and fall down. So if there was a podium that the the guy doing the quiz was using, he would knock that over. Things that you thought were cemented to the ground, this creature would run in and just knock it down. Is it, yeah, Mr. Blobby is face Mr. mask. Mr. Blobby face yep. mask, indeed. Oh, that's how popular <laughs> <he> <laughs> That's how popular Terrifying. Mr. Blobby is. Uh... I nearly, funnily enough, I nearly put a Mr. Blobby reference into The Princess Diaries because one of the dresses looks Weird. like Mr. Blobby got skinned and then worn as a dress. <laughs> Ten kids from the nineties will know what I'm talking about, and that's it. I wrote a reference to something in a recent script, and I it's a not something that's aired yet, but it's just a recent script. But I wrote in the notes, I wrote three kit three people will get this reference, and I want to be friends with all of them. <laughs> nice, nice. The SuffolkGazette.com uh, has an article called "Mummified mm-hmm. Remains of Mr. Blobby Found in Cupboard." Uh, so, oh my goodness! <laughs> wow. Yeah, I can't believe I. Screwed the intros. I'm hey, I'm welcome disbelief. to the club. Welcome Man. to the club. I've done it more than once, so you still haven't beat me. And nobody caught it. Uh, only Dicer. Oh, Dicer <laughs> caught it. Good. No, I didn't. You talking about well, like no, no, the you... uh, like the segment intros? The segment intros. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I just I I probably just kind of like was I was I'm usually doing stuff while I'm listening. So no, it no, probably no, that's in the background because you assume that this idiot can get that bit right. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you check that your kids brush their teeth, but you don't check yes. that they actually stepped out of their bed in the morning. Like, that seems yeah, like, you I know. Don't. Well, they normal. brushed it with a toothbrush and not right, a nail. Yeah, yeah. My daughter's pretty bad. She still thinks she can get away with, like, not doing that. And my wife always, like, used to smell her breath. And for some reason, now my wife makes me do it. I'm like, I don't want to smell her breath. Like, I know she didn't. <laughs> I do want to be clear. I did not catch it. Um, I Somebody on Discord mentioned it. And so oh, I passed it amazing. along. Um, because oh, I don't... Great. I, I wouldn't like Jonathan said. I don't. I'm not spot checking those. They they all sound right to me for every segment because I know them all by they heart. Work. So uh-huh. yeah, they kind of like, all work. So yeah, no, I have definitely, I have definitely done that more than once. So you should. Oh, that's feel great. Too bad. Discord probably thinks that you're still editing. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really looking forward to talking about KitchenAid. By the way. <laughs> 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park 